Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life, giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution with only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do, clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beans on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into the fix. You're a source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry right here on Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. Hey, it's your girl Dice Gamble checking in on this Thursday for the Lord Thursday. Yes, we thirsted for righteousness. <laughs> we, we need to be cleansed, Dice. I oh, just Lord. Like we all, we, it's time for revival out here in these streets. What is going I mean, you know on? What I'm, saying? I'm just, you know, I don't know. I just feel mm. like, you know. Ooh, we have no idea. We are not, you know. It's funny because, you know, I, I, I look at some of these Bible uh, verses, you know, none but the righteous. Bible verses. Uh, you, you know, I'm just saying some of these verses and I'd be thinking about righteousness. and Oh, my goodness. And us just being, you know, caught up in what we want and mm. the sinful nature that we have at times. Let's be very wow. clear. We don't do it on purpose, but sometimes we get caught up, Dice. Well, I'm, I'm going to say me. Maybe you, you're right. You don't. I know you got your, your white on over there, so you got your holy white on, so you don't get what? caught up. I got on all black, bro. I know what. I know me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, saying no. it like, yeah. ooh. Mm-mm. I know. I know. God, he's just tired of me. I mean, I. I mean, I promise. I'm tired of me. You know. I think he's tired. He's tired of both of us. He's tired, tired of both of us. Ooh. Oh, what's she doing now? Oh Lord, like yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. I, I told my husband one day. I said, I think I'm like. Jesus' comedy show. Like, we just want to turn on something to laugh. Uh, something that makes no sense. Just somebody who was just a whole mess. Just turn it to my channel. <laughs> like, turn to my channel. Yeah, real. He's still working on us. That's a beautiful thing. He's still working oh, yeah. on us. He is not done. And we're so grateful. Mm-hmm. Once again, you tune into The Fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Mm-hmm. Listen, we have another fun show again for you guys today. It is Thirsty Thursday. Uh, we've been talking about relationships all week. So uh, I guess we got to end it with a bang, Dice. What are we talking about on our Real Talk topic? <laughs> talk about toxic relationships i mean why not we talked about the healthy ones and the the married kind and the free married kind and divorced kind and now we're gonna get into the toxic are you toxic could you poisonous poisonous when when i think of toxic i think of poisonous are you poisonous (laughs) are you that snake that's always looking you know what i'm saying the bite are you that snake some people don't know they're the snake though 
they oh no, they don't. They know. They know. Swear up and down somebody else is no. a snake. Swear. No, you know. You know. Swear it. Everybody told you. Now nah, it's 2023. Hey, listen, even the little kids are telling. No, no, no. Little kids are tell you. No, no, no. You mean you surly? Something wrong with you? Stop <laughs> doing that. You brought up surly. Yeah, you remember that? You remember when the elder said surly? Surly. You dug it a crazy. Absolutely. So yeah, this this, this is gonna good. be a good one. We're gonna That's talk about good. toxic relationships today on our real talk topic. Uh, listen, let's be very clear. We uh, we get the opportunity to uh, talk on our spiritual detox with a legend. I don't care what nobody say. He a legend in my book. Um, he 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 does it all. Uh, he he writes. He produces. Uh, he raps. He arranges. Uh, he does it all. Let's be very clear. Uh, the legendary K Drama will be joining us for our spiritual detox today, and he got a lot going on. I promise you, you don't want to miss this. It's a lot. That's going to be said in this conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. So you might want to, you know, get ready to tweet somebody because I know it's mm-hmm. going to be something like, oh, no, he didn't. Yeah, he said it. <laughs> yeah, he said awesome. it. He's dope. Yeah, it is going to be awesome. It is going to be dope. So listen, let's get into some music dice. We're going to get into it. Uh, we got okay. music on the way from my brother, Brinson. Yes, sir. Let's get okay. some new Brinson going. Listen, okay. uh, we also got some music on the way from 1K Few. Um, as well as, yep, let's get that Tiana gun going to as well this morning. But keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. Yes, sir. You're tuned back into the fix. You're a source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. And listen, Dice, we got a legend on the line with us now. I know uh, you got way more history uh, with him than me, even though, you know, he from uh, OHIO, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know, we we, 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 we feel go. like. Well, no, wait, I'm just saying, you know, it's, saying. It's, it's different. It's different when you're from OHIO. It's just we all come together at some point. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm a Browns fan and I know he got these bangle mm, uh, situations mm. going on. But, you know, it's still all love. It's, it's still all love because at the end of the day, man, we ain't but a couple of hours away from each other. And it's a beautiful thing. We're blessed this morning to have, uh, when I say one of the pioneers in Christian hip-hop, um, I really feel like he is. I know Christian hip hop, you know, shouts out to Darius West and the mic drop. And it's been out way years, way before we knew it was even born. But when I first got introduced to Christian hip hop, I'm be honest mm-hmm. with you, mm-hmm. uh, there were some producers because I, I found him as a producer first. And yep. then I caught up with the artistry. There were some producers that was just doing some amazing stuff. And uh, when I found out he was from Ohio and he was putting out all these banging beats and everybody and their mama and CHH was hitting him up like, I need one. I need one. I need one. Um, I was inspired by it because I, I love beats. I love I'm, I'm big on production. I always argue mm. dice. Um, the reason why we were so far behind for so long, because we hadn't caught up to the production sonically. Right. It just didn't have the sound that we, we, we you know, from, you know, the, our 90s hip hop heads, the Dr. Dre's, the, the Puffies. And then you know, I go down the list, the masterpiece and whoever it was. But <laughs> this is one of the, the one of the uh, producers that I heard. I was like, no, no, no. I feel like he can go sit down with KL from No Lemon and be like, "All right, oh let's yeah, make, let's let's make some beats." You know what I'm saying? What, what one we're of doing? my favorites? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, listen. Without He's further ado, man, let me let me introduce a super talented artist, producer. Uh, he does it all, man. He's a legend in CHH K Drama. What's going on, brother? Hey, I'm just happy to be on the fix, man. I'm I'm excited. I'm grateful for that introduction. Oh man, I'm I'm flattered for real. Real talk, man. You've been doing high. Uh, you've been doing it high for a long time, and mm-hmm. and the thing about it is, it's very clear. Um, 
the dice. If he wanted to, let's be very clear, he could have switched lanes. Let's be very clear. <laughs> I know. I, I, I have to believe, and I, and, and we're gonna get into it. That there had to be some offers. Of, you, you sure you want to stay over there? You sure you want to stay over there? Because you know, hundred thousand for one of these beats over here. Just you know, just want to put that mm. in your spirit. So I mm. thank you for your mm. faithfulness. Yeah. I, I, obviously, it had to be God sent that God told you to be here and stay where you are. And uh, I love it, man. So listen, I, I ain't gonna ask a regular faith question because um, I, I know you. You know, no, he, he, he's rooted. I mean, everybody kind of knows that story. I, I, I want to know seriously. Yeah. I, I put that question out there. What kept you in CHH when you have been such a super talented producer, super talented artist? Mm-hmm. You you definitely could switch over and go mainstream if you wanted to. So what's kept you here all these years? Um. I think honestly, if I had to go back to one thing, I think it's just my faith is is deeply rooted. Um, and if it wasn't rooted the way it is, and for me, like I, I I have tunnel vision, so I see oftentimes I see the end from the beginning, um, which makes it hard as an artist sometimes because I'm trying to create something that I'm hearing or seeing and. Sometimes it doesn't sound the way that I'm envisioning it or seeing it. And I think in life, like, I I see how faithfulness can manifest itself um, if you just stay the course. And so for me, like, I'm like, yo, I think for me, it's it's, it's it was very clear early on that I wasn't rapping just because Christian rap was like, it was accepted in churches and it was, and people were, you know, becoming fans of what was going on. And because I've seen a lot of people be a fan of the limelight only to then when the limelight fades, they fade with it. And for me, I was like, I'm doing, I'm rapping about Christian rap because this is my actual life. It's like, it's like the other side. You got dudes who rap about, selling drugs or killing people and all these things but they're just studio gangsters and you have actually there's a group in ohio called um jesus or bus um and they made this song called studio believers and um they're talking about how like you know i'm not a, i'm not just a believer on wax like i'm a i i read the bible for real like not not because i want to quote it in the song but it's because i want to live a life that's honoring and pleasing to God and so I think for me like when I think about my faith journey and staying in CHH I I don't really feel like I have an option you know even though there are options but I feel like I God gave me this gift he I didn't even know I had this gift until it was revealed to me and I'm like I'd be doing the, the the church and more importantly I'd be doing my Lord and Savior like a disservice if I'm not doing it for his glory I love it. I love it. So um, you were talking about not knowing you had this gift. So when did you really know that you had this gift? Like, what, or when did you accept it? When did you were like, you know what? I, I think I'll be, <laughs> I'd be frank. I, I still sometimes wrestle with that. Like I get, I, I sometimes I'm going to give y'all a, a straight thought that I don't know if I've really admitted publicly but sometimes I have these weird thoughts, and I rap about it in my new song. I'm like, what if the world is just really cruel and people just think I'm a really nice guy 
and so they support not necessarily because I'm talented but just because they think I'm cool or because I smile and you know and all these things and I'm like you know what I think it hit me when people work 40 hour work weeks more and then they spend their money buying beats from me and it happens over and over and over like Still to this day, like I do a lot of stuff behind the scenes that people don't see. Mm. Produce for a lot of artists. Um, I got a playlist right now. Like I, every time somebody drops a song, speaking of songs, Dice got like forty beats from me that I'm still waiting to hear songs from. And that's a whole nother story. It's coming, bro. It's coming. It, oh, I believe you. You you be working. You be straight working. But um, I when people, I, I guess you know people put their money where their mouth is um and so for me to be able to do chh i mean i've been doing christian hip-hop full-time for how many years now 14 i started in 09 full-time but i've been doing music for 24 years and so the fact that i make enough money in music and that doesn't mean that life doesn't get hard let me put that out there like mm. it's still christian hip-hop but like i make enough to where i'm able to take care of my family off of christian hip-hop you know that let me know like i must be i must have something if people keep paying me for beats and asking me to make beats when they can go to there's so many other dope producers out there that i'm like why don't you go to this person like, i hear beats all the time that people rap to people will be like can you remake this beat for me like I leased it or, you know, I don't own the rights to it. Or sometimes they do and they just want me to remake it. And I'm like, really? Like, I don't feel like there's anything I can offer. But obviously I'm like, they see something in me that I don't see in myself. And I've seen that enough times to be like, all right, I I must have some gift. And I think that all started, like to answer the original question, and I know I, I kind of went on a tangent, but like, I think for me, when I would say, I would say when when Lecrae and the crew like start hitting me up for beats, mm. that's when I was like, oh, okay, like <laughs> you know, maybe I do have something here, you know, and and you know the rest the rest is history. Like I still make a lot of beats for artists because of the work I've done for Region. I mean that was well over a decade ago. So, well, first of all. <sighs> You're just so good. Like, focus on that. And I, and I love how you were like, yeah, she has 40 beats. It's because, one, I trust everything you do. Two. Appreciate it. You, yeah, you, I mean, you're timely with it. So, like, even even if you was on tour, you'd be like, I'm going to do 12 beats when I get on the plane. You know, like, and then I, and I got right, them when right, you, by right, the time right. you land, you know. So, it's just like, <laughs> the one of the things that I, I'm super, and I, and I say, proud of not in a prideful way but proud of mm. like just knowing you as a professionalism and just you mm. and and even you like I, I know i've called you when when i had money i've called you when i didn't have money mm-hmm. and but your but your whole focus was like what are you trying to do you know like and mm. so there aren't there aren't a lot of people like you even to this day i mean you, you have mm. a few but i'm just talking about like the consistency and and they will keep you uh in the pocket of where you want to be because you know mm. i'm like hey this is the idea and you've been you have a really good ear uh and you're able to really mm. turn turn that sound into 
what you you know whatever the person sends over you know and put your spin on it to where it is original mm -hmm. from you and so you know that's just some of the things that i admire about you and for those of y'all who don't know who he is shame on you get off your phone <laughs> go, go go google him but um that's encouraging. Yeah, anyway, come on now, come on. I mean, we've been watching, <laughs> we've been watching you with uh, your placements and things like that. Like, um, what are some of the things? What are some of your highlights? Your career highlights since you got into this game? Like maybe some things you didn't think you would get to do, or some things that you. Uh, so I feel like a lot of stuff has been happening recently. Like I've been, it's like I've. It's not that I've. I'm trying to say this in the right way because I think people don't realize like. A lot of artists have this time in the spotlight um, where, like, I think when I made Air Jordan, for instance, like, spot, I was in the spotlight. I, I know that now. I didn't realize it back then. Like, it was just such a moment. And you oftentimes, in those moments, don't realize you're in a moment. And I wish, like, I took that moment as much as I enjoyed it and I was grateful for everything that was happening, all the remixes and, you know, I still didn't realize how monumental that moment was. And so, and it, it didn't hit me until I wasn't as, I wasn't in the limelight as much. And it doesn't mean that I wasn't doing things as an artist. Cause a lot of people don't mm -hmm. see that. Like I'm still behind the scenes producing. I may not be producing for Lecrae, but I'm producing for 50 other artists who really pay the bills. You know, mm -hmm. like when you get those placements, they're good. But eventually those songs fade and you're not getting royalties. Um, the royalties you were getting when the song just dropped versus, you know, 10 years down the road. Um, and so you got to keep that clientele pumping. Um, and like you said, that consistency for me, I don't know. I, I take it for granted. Like, I'm like, why? If somebody's going to pay me their hard earned money, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's, you know, like I've, one of the placements I've had recent was um, I did a joint for Omega Sparks that um, ended up being used on AEW uh, by the TNT. He was two-time um, TNT AEW champ. I forget the whole belt title, but um, mm -hmm. his name is Scorpio Sky. And he, we just made the song just for Black History Month last year, but it ended up being, he ended up using it as his ring interest music. Like he replaced his old ring interest music which was dope i was kind of another one of those moments where i was like really like not that my beat and art song isn't doesn't sound good i'm i'm confident in my gift but also like when i hear your song i'm like i think the song you had if i'm i'm from the camp of if it ain't broke don't fix it um but he heard something in that track that made him want to replace his ring interest music and i'm just sitting there like dude they're I'm watching TNT cable television and I made that beat that he's walking out to, you know? And so, and I was just last year. So I feel like a lot of stuff that's been happening as of late, these bigger placements, mm -hmm. um, like I, I did a joint, I did this, a different world remix. And um, I did this back in 2020 and, you know, it, people liked it. It was cool. We did like a remix challenge and people liked it, and, you know, but that was about it. Uh, only for then there's a, a lady named, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing her name right, because I didn't know who she was, um, Kalania Brown Bearfield. Um, she has a clothing line in Target right now. 
Um, mm-hmm. And she, you, because she did this whole a different world mm-hmm. um, reel, and she used my instrumental in the reel, and then at the end you see the Target logo, and you're just like, wait, what? Like, mm-hmm. so I did some googling, and I'm like, oh, she got a brand in Target. So I can't say like, and I always try to be real. I'm like, Target didn't pay me for that beat. Like that had nothing to do with Target. She has the connection with Target, mm-hmm. but the affiliation is the fact that her clothing line is in Target. So it's like this unofficial Target ad. But I've had a lot of stuff like that. I've been doing stuff for movies lately, like independent films, not big silver screen stuff. But I mean, that stuff pays. Yeah, like, yeah. And if people don't see the middle class of the music industry, like you can, people are like, it's so black and white. They're like, you're either Lecrae or you're the guy I never heard of. And I'm like, eh, like, you're, you're not, you don't really know the game if you're, if you're talking <laughs> like that. So, <laughs> facts. Facts. Yeah. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, uh, we got to go to a quick break. We coming back with uh, the legend, K-Drama. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. We're still chopping it with our brother, K-Drama. So, Drama, man, let's talk about it, man. Uh, First, first, let me ask. Walk us through your creative process. Because, like, how, how does a producer and an artist like create a track like i know there has to be some times where you like all right do i just want to sell this beat or do i want to use it for myself Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. you know are you writing content do you write a bunch of just lyrics and then layer them with just different beats once you figure out if you want to use that verse like just walk us through your Mm -hmm. creative process in making a track or uh uh, figuring out whether you want to sell the track i'm gonna try to condense this this is such a good question um uh, okay, so when I first started, I started rapping first. I, and you got to imagine, I was, this is 99, uh, which is crazy to think, but I was in high school, so I'm broke. Broke kid, and you, there's no, there's no Pro Tools that's accessible to, like, us, you know, the, there's the tech... You know, Christian hip hop was behind kind of deal. Like we just couldn't afford the equipment. And um, it's by the grace of God. Like I knew a my brother knew a guy who had this really professional studio and was able to give me studio time like super cheap. Um, and I came in right like around a no limit cash money era. So, but CHH was still in like the Jay Z era kind of you know, golden hip hop, East coast sound. She had like guys like Lecrae coming with the South sound, but I was making beats because I didn't know any producers. There wasn't, I mean, we barely had black planet back then. Mm. You no, know, it wasn't no, <laughs> MySpace wasn't here yet. There wasn't no Facebook, you know, Dice, so, if, I, if I find a picture of you on Black Planet, Dice. <laughs> With the HTML. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> See what I remember. <laughs> we say for real. Forgive us. We say for real. We say, we say for real. Carry on. Drama, carry on. Carry on. So... So at first I was, I, so my church, the church I was going to, I was going to a Victory Outreach church um, here in Cincy and they let me take their keyboard and I didn't realize what I was doing at the time, but I was sampling. So I would take like Great Tree songs and I would just loop them. I would just loop the intro. I would record, 
stop it right before the verse came on, rewind it back, record it. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just doing it by instinct, you know. <laughs> and and a lot of stuff that I ended up doing was by instinct, not realizing like other people actually do it. So then years later, I got to this point where um I made beats and the intent was to sell them, but I would make a beat and I'm like, whenever I would make like a certain beat, I'm like, oh no, I gotta keep that. Like, I just, I just knew. And it wasn't always the best beat. It just made me feel something a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then, that's when I was making full track. Like I would make a full beat from start to finish, then right to it. Um, but then over the years, like as I've gotten busier, I, you know, be on the road, I'm driving. This is like We Fit, Cross Movement era. Mm. I'm writing songs in my head. Like, not Jay-Z level stuff, but like, I couldn't I couldn't really stop the car. I got to be at the show. You know, I got an eight-hour drive to, or let me give you some more realistic. Like, I remember one time I wrote a song with Willie Will called Bar. And I wrote that song driving to Elkhart, Indiana for Fusion Fest. And I like mm. pretty much wrote it in my head. Cause I had to be at the show by a certain time. Um, and so then when I got to the hotel, then I kind of brain dumped and wrote everything down. So I wouldn't forget it. Mm-hmm. Now where I'm at, so like this new song, um, keep me lifted. And a lot of other songs I do, I write the skeletons now. Like I'll straight to be honest, like if you listen to keep me lifted. Um, we're just getting a crazy response, which I'm kind of surprised. Cause I was really, scared to put the song out but what i did what i did was i literally played a chord i played a chord and i just started writing to the chord i actually recorded the whole first verse i didn't add any drums i just because mm-hmm. i heard the drums in my head i'm like i don't need to add the drums yet i'll just add them later mm-hmm. i i can write to a snare drum now like, i can write to a to a hi-hat like it don't matter like if i if the emotion is there i write to emotions over beats now i can always fill in the gaps um Mm. and and my workflow is because a lot of producers what they have to do is they have to hear the whole thing first but i already hear it because like i said earlier i see the end for the beginning kind of deal with with my artistry you know and so like i'm just trying to make it sound the way i hear it in here but it frees me from trying to find the right snare or the right, oh, that ain't the snare I hear in my head. And to be honest, if I could in a perfect world, I released the song just to the melody, but I know people don't want to hear that. Like, they was some 808. Like, I literally, <laughs> like, I sat there for a second, like, you know what? What if I just put this song out without any drum? Wow. I'm like, man, they gonna think I'm crazy. Yeah, like, so I literally do a wellness check. Wellness check. Yeah, Somebody go right. check on it. <laughs> Somebody check on your boy. Or, or, just, or, or, or just shorten it and make it an interlude. <laughs> right, right. For real. For real. For real. And what I literally did, like, I recorded the whole song and then I added drums at the I mean, it took me like three minutes. Mm. <laughs> I just just threw a hat on there, threw a clap, threw a bass. I mean, you would never know because I just mm-hmm. have this sound now that I, I just know how to make it. Um, but yeah, so like that's my creative process now. I have like a whole, 
and this is the struggle. Like, it's making the stuff that sells. Like, I make a lot of beats knowing, like, all right, this is the kind of they want a young NBA young boy beat, or they want a gunner beat, or they want you know little baby beat. They want all these tight beats. And it's funny because the beats that go well for me are just beats I make from the heart, just the the melodies that I play, and I'm not trying to pay attention to what's going on in the in the in the world. And um, yeah. So these days, like, I make those songs, but off I have like my phone as all artists. I have all these notes, whether they're just one bar or voice notes that I beatboxed and I really wish I had the time to work on those and that's the level I'm trying to get to now I'm like if I can if I can get my bread up to give me more runway um as they they would say if I can get a little more runway because these songs that I got I think that are monumental and can change the world they take time to make Mm -hmm. and I and I'm in this lane now where I'm starting to this whole dr- drama side is just funny. Like God was kind of foreshadowing what's to come. Like I have interest in doing film. I have interest in doing like a cartoon series. Like I have all these creative things I want to do. I just, I don't know if I have the runway to make them. And then if they fail, then I've just invested all this time and effort and money into something that could shoot my career down, you know, kind of deal. So that's the creative process. That's dope. Me. That's dope. I, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Wh- why have we never seen a collective of Christian hip hop producers come together and do a full project? Mm. Like almost like I-, I love the fact that you said you know you came up similar to me as well on uh, No Limit. I, I think of No yeah. Limit and what Beats by the Pound was. You know, Ooh, you, you, you had you had XL. <laughs> Let, let's everybody say KLC, but you also had XL. You had Moby yep. Dick on there. And it was nope. a it was a female on there. I forget her name, but I'm just saying, why have we never seen like a K drama with a Black Knight with a uh, mm-hmm. on, on beat or or and I could go you know uh, cardiac cardiac drums or you know and I can keep going. Alex, mm-hmm. Alex, what's my man? Alex name? Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. That. Why have we never seen producers in the Christian hip hop space come together and do something? Some type of coll- uh, collabor- compilation or something like y'all do know. You about to get me in trouble. Starting oh, starting man. Starting. All right. All right. I'm going to try to say this in the most Christian way possible. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. This the you wrong This is the fix. This is the fix. Don't say it that way. You, you got two things you can't do. You can't curse and you can't say the N-word. Everything else you can say. Bad. Bad. Well, well I, will, I will be a hundred. I will be a hundred. So, first of all, all the producers you just list, Amazing, amazing, mm-hmm. very talented. And I don't know them on a personal level. Like I've, I remember On Beat, for instance. On Beat used to live in San Antonio and he used to come to shows. Like this was before he got popping. Like he would, he'll tell you this. Like we, me, D Mob, um, uh, I remember it was Corey. I was about to say Corey Red, um, not Corey Hick. Was, um, dang, why can't I think of his name? Um, that was signed with um. Ooh, my brain is foggy. Um, Corey Paul. So back yeah, when Corey Paul. Uh-huh. So Corey Paul and Reconcile had a group um called Frontline. It was three of them actually. Um, mm-hmm. 
and they were going to sign with Cross Movement. People don't know that. Um, and so I remember we did the show, and um, on beat, on beat used to come to our show every year. Uh, this this church would bring us down every year for like a back to school deal. And he would always come, and then eventually he was like, "Yo, look! I did this beat for Say Lot of Corner. I did this beat for Bizzle, and I've been and before you know it, you start you start popping. So there, there are producers I've I've met them more earlier in their career. Like Black Knight was another one. Like I have a beat CD, I could pull it out. He, I, I got um, what's the beat? Uh, Zone Out. I got the instrumental. I remember he was shopping that. I got that. I got Fool's Gold. He had this whole... I mean, that CD was laced with beats. But to answer your question, and I'm not talking about them specifically, um, but I've had several encounters with artists and producers that make me feel like, man, we are ways from that as a... I feel like people had this, like, they don't realize, like, we all can eat out here. Like, mm -hmm. there's enough space. There are a lot of Christian rappers out there. Dice, no. Yeah. Focus, you know, like, you go to, I remember we used to go to Holy Hip Hop Awards in the A every year. If you ever been to the Holy Hip Hop Awards, you know how many Christian no. rappers exist. Deep. Man, we we would do a show Friday, Saturday, right. and it would start at 7, and it would end at like 1 o'clock. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and everybody had five minutes. Mm -hmm. And we was happy to have those five minutes. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> So imagine how many Christian rappers, I mean, this is every year. And I remember mm -hmm. Holy Hip Hop, I remember Danny told me, it was like we don't care if they're good. We don't care. We want to give every. This might be the only show they do, yeah. but we want to give them an opportunity. You know what I'm saying to 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 rap for the Lord. But for some reason, Christian hip hop from a, from a producer's perspective, because I I remember one. I'm not going to name the producer, but this one producer was selling beats dirt cheap. Like I mean, for exclusive rights, we're talking like twenty bucks, right? Which is, I mean, I'll do a sale. And sell stuff for fifty when I'm like trying to liquidate it and clear, but that's business. Like mm. you can go to you can go to Walmart and they got a clearance section. Like let's, I feel like the business acumen of CHH lacks, um, and like starting it's getting better with this new generation. But I feel like people are like, oh, it's taboo to be a, a businessman in Christian hip hop or a businesswoman in Christian hip hop. And so what happens is people get jealous, like and. They're like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I can't. It's almost like you can't stand up for the Christian rapper at a show because if you stand up, everybody else is gonna stand up and you're supporting. You want them to stand up for you. Like I've seen mm. it at shows, mm. and so you have that perspective. Like, oh man, like I, I don't want to get. I can't. I can't share. I, I, I don't want to support this person. I need this person to. I can't retweet that on beat has a beat sale because I need people to buy my beats, not realizing there's thousands of Christian rappers. Yeah. But then the second side of it, which I feel like is, is the more dangerous side. is the fact I've heard so many stories as Dice alluded to people not being consistent, people taking people's money, people mm -hmm. like, Hey, I've had so many artists tell me like yo you're the only producer that would even respond to me or the only christian rapper that would respond to me i'm like y'all believe so much money on the table because y'all lazy or don't want to put in the work i'm like look sorry i may not be the most talented and i might not have like all the you know bells and whistles but one thing i am is consistent and i'm hard work and i just learned that from from my family my, my dad was a hard worker my 
my grandpa was a hard worker, you know, and it's just in my blood. But a lot of, I don't know, like from what I've seen, and I'm not saying this about everybody, if the shoe fits where, but there's a lot of, I don't know if this is even a word, lackadaisicalness. Uh, <laughs> just, I mean, all around, like it ain't even just Christian, just Christian producers, it's just mm-hmm. Christian hip hop. And so it's almost like if you, if you don't, if you have your, you have your clicks and depending on what your click does, you might have that if you just are hanging around a bunch of producers. But if it's not organic, if it's not organic, it's it, it's just, I don't, it can happen. Of course, with God, all things are possible. But, like, you just don't see it, I think, because of those variables. Because people are doing shady business in Christian hip-hop, both on the rap side. I mean, I literally just had a situation where I produced for a guy who paid a guy for, I mean, buku money for a feature and the guy after he did the verse like i guess he did this verse years ago but um i remade the beat and he and i think the beat is dope but he was like ah this song sounds dated i'm always available for feedback like if if you don't like something um i want to make it good i want to make it right i want to tweak it which is another issue in Christian hip hop. People are soft. Like people will not keep it a buck with you. They will not keep it a hundred. They would rather not say anything at all than hurt your feelings. And I'm like, how are we going to grow if we don't give constructive feedback, or if we can't handle constructive feedback and we think we've arrived and we mm-hmm. don't have anything else to learn? Mm-hmm. Which irritates me. I'm sorry, but. So you see, you see all these things like, oh, to get back to the person, he's like, well, this sounds dated and, and, um, and I don't want the verse to be on the song anymore. We're just like, what? Like after he done paid you X amount of dollars, like, I don't want to say how many, cause I don't want people trying to figure out who it is, but it's like, yo, like I see this stuff all the time. Like I hear about it, all these sad stories about Christian rappers ripping off other Christian rappers, like people getting paid for features and never doing features, people getting paid for beats, never making the beats. And it's sad. And like, you got people who come to me shell-shocked, like, how I know you ain't gonna rip me off? Like, and I'm like, look, you could you could ask about me. I'll try to get this bread. I realize if I make this beat for you and it's successful, you're gonna come back. I'm gonna have repeat customers, you know, and so that's how I look at it. And I'm like, these these artists don't have the business acumen to realize, like, you could you could make a lot of income in music if you just do honest business and do it with integrity and do it at a professional speed. And I don't always do things exact. Like, I'll tell somebody two weeks. It might take me two and a half weeks. It might take me three. But if it's if I'm not going to hit the due date, I always try my best to hit the person up if things happen. But I try to be like, yo, like, my bad. I'm so glad I had this done. I, I'm always communicating. And I've rarely, I've only had to refund one. I'm not joking. I've only refunded two people in my whole career. Two. That's what I said. I'm a testament. Uh, I think... Other than just like my earlier projects, you're on all of them. I mean, once you find somebody like you who you know, like that's what I'm saying. Like the networking piece, I hope NCHH continues to grow. 
Mm-hmm. Because once you do find people who are consistent and you have good experiences with them, you're like, okay, now I can refer somebody else or or send somebody else their way. Or now I know, mm-hmm. yeah, as soon as I need what I need, I already know where I'm going. So it's like you really take the pressure off of a lot of people. Even with you being your own artist and doing different things and, and you know, getting into different, uh, you know, different, I don't know, playing fields <laughs> with, with your yeah. career. So I don't know, man. I've appreciated it, watching you grow. And it's just it's just nice to know you, but it's it's nice to really know that you really be working. You know, like that's that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Like you said, it's the laziness. Like some people think it's gonna happen overnight. It's like you ain't gotta put in some work. Put in the time. Yeah. Put in the time. Listen, that's super dope. We thank you, Drama Man, for coming through today, man. Um I'm yeah, thank you, you for having me. It's always an honor to have you on here, man. And listen, we're going to give you your roses. Uh, you know, you're talking about the haters sit down. Really know if you, <laughs> you know, put the work in. No, no. We we appreciate the work you've put in. We yeah, appreciate yeah, what you. you've done for this small subgenre that we call Christian hip hop. You're in the mix with The Fix Show. Yes, sir. DJ Focus. Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And it's time for our uh, Real Talk Conversation. And today, uh, yeah, Dice, let's get into it. We're talking about uh, toxic relationships. I know you've been waiting. I know you've been waiting. <laughs> not you know. me. Not me. I don't, I don't deal with him. I mean, I, I haven't been one. I, I've seen him from a distance because uh, I don't have time. Okay. Uh, but some of you actually enjoy this. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Why would they? Why would they enjoy being frustrated? Why would they enjoy being depressed? Spirit, focus. Let's get exhausted. It's a spirit. spirit. The spirit is called chaos. It's actual thing. And a chaotic spirit recognizes another chaotic spirit, and then they buddy up together, and then they think that it's something. They think it's a connection, but it's not really a connection. It's called chaos. You know. I don't know if you've ever noticed some people. They mess up a good thing. You know how it could just be going good and then all of a sudden they feel like it's too good. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a form of toxicity as well where ain't nothing wrong. Like literally ain't nothing wrong, but you just need something to be wrong. And if you're that person, you probably got something going on with you on the inside. We need to take it to the altar. But yeah, what is a toxic, what is, what is, a, to- what is a toxic relationship? What are the signs of it? Uh, what does that look like? I think communication, as you always bring up, like people who uh, don't know how to talk to you correctly. I don't know how to respectfully communicate uh, in kindness. You know, conversations are filled with screaming or cussing or yelling or throwing or mocking or, you know, even dodging communication. That That is a, that's a big one. That is. That can cause, cause your... Uh, relationship to become very very toxic um condescending conversation all the time you know narcissistic comments you know like all of this i mean very very toxic like if, if you are in a relationship with someone and, and they just can't respect you uh in conversation trust me they're not gonna respect you in every other area of life facts so that's a huge huge red flag uh controlling controlling behaviors is another one um, people who have to be in control of everything, every decision, every direction, control of the conversation, um, um, you know, and maybe they have trust issues. Like this is a big, uh, this is a big one when it comes to toxic relationships. Like if people have been hurt before and they never dealt with that hurt, they often bring in those apprehensions into the next relationship 
because they never dealt with it from the last relationship. So as soon as they see a hint or they mistake a sign for something that happened in their old relationship, they automatically assume or, or, you know, put on the other person that they're with now that, Hey, they're doing the same thing that somebody did to them in the past, you know, just, just, or the person could be uh, cheating or they could be doing something foul. And then they, they, they try to, uh, throw that on the other person you know because this happens this happens a lot where people they bring you what they doing it's like oh you, you probably over here doing what we do no but you probably are because you brought it up so it's on your mind that ain't, ain't even on my mind <laughs> mm-hmm. so we i mean we got to talk about these things that's why i say you know are you are you in a toxic relationship what does it look like you know can you even fix it you know yeah you can fix it you got to call these things out though no uh, i you, you definitely got to call them out, and I love, I love that you started with uh, talking about narcissists. I think yeah. narcissist people, uh, they they are the most toxic people in the world. They're so one sided. Let's be very clear. Everything mm-hmm. is their way. They're so manipulative. They, they're always mm-hmm. trying to manipulate people, mm-hmm. get in people's minds, and mm-hmm. play these games. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I I think it was a particular scripture that I wanted to point out that spoke to uh how uh narcissists. Uh, are in direct violation of what we we believe as believers. Philippians right. two and uh, Philippians two three through four do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others uh, significant to yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own uh, interests but also others' interests, and treat people with kindness and respect. And that's something that narcissists we we know they definitely don't do. They are always looking to manipulate. They're always looking to use and abuse. Mm. And you know what? It's funny because I, I have conversations with a lot of these men in the barbershop. I hate to say uh-huh. it, but yes, I have to. Uh-huh. No, no, it's, you, you can just tell a narcissist uh, that conversation. They're always, like I say, it'll be simple things like sports. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a diehard sports fan. Everybody knows mm-hmm. I love sports. I have mm-hmm. my teams, but I'm not so blinded that I can't see or recognize other good players in the mm-hmm. league. <laughs> like I have guys that argue, no, 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 da, 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 da. I ain't gonna say the names, but just in uh-huh. general, such and such uh-huh. as this, such and such as that, and then and that conversation picks up to when it goes to politics, it's the same thing. When after you go from politics, now I talk about relationship, it's the same thing. So just that mindset, that narcissist mindset of always being so one sided and always trying to switch people, uh, get them out of their uh loop and think, make them think what they believe is true. Listen, they, they, they toxic, poisonous. That's I'm gonna use that a lot today. Poison. I, I feel poison. like it's a poison. 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 <laughs> um, poison. The next thing you said, you, you brought up that was a good point. After you said narcissist, identifying that you're toxic. Yeah. You said something like some people don't know that they are they don't toxic. Know. They don't I don't know. know. I don't know if I agree with I that. Don't, I don't. Under, I, think I don't think they under, do. No, they don't think they're toxic. They think everybody else is toxic. So they just stuck in their way. A key indicator is, and here's the thing, and my husband, he could definitely tell you. You got about two two times to call me with some toxicity. Twice. <laughs> That's it. Just two. Just two. <laughs> I'm just so non no nonsense with the devil. You know, like I, I just don't have time for the enemy. I mean, I mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, I don't have time. <laughs> for anything, barely a conversation with my husband. So I sure ain't got time for the enemy to be involved in anything we got going on, you know, mm-hmm. or 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 in, in my friends. And trust me, I've had sisters, I've had friends. Um, he'll call you with one thing. Oh, he this, she that, blah, 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 blah. This what happened. I can't believe it, blah, blah, blah. 
Okay, and I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna be praying for you. You know what I'm saying? I, I got my, you know, it's my line. It's my same line. I got my prayer wall out here in the hallway. My altar's in the hallway. It's a white boy. I don't play. So once we get there, you're on here. I done prayed for you. My husband praying for you. Don't call me next week with the same thing. Just don't. Because <laughs> cause if you really believe, and we we know we've been praying, there will be a change. Like that's 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 just what it is. That's how God works. That's Facts. how God works in my life. I don't know how God working in your life, but mm-hmm. when you're actually working on something, the Lord uh, provides everything you need in that space, and He gives you what you need to change and to grow and to develop. And the next time I have a conversation with you, you should be different. Maybe not completely turned around, but you should be able to give me a tip or something like you know what happened this week the Lord really told you you know Lord really rebuked me and I, I wouldn't ask for forgiveness or you know what I'm saying apologize like I need to hear that after after we walk through some counseling so yes if you always have the same issue it's the same problem you bring up the same story probably something that happened to you 20 years ago you're toxic <laughs> you're toxic it doesn't negate the fact it happened to you but it's the fact that that's all you got that's your conversation every single time because here's the thing, focus. The brain doesn't recognize if it happened in the past or if it happened today. And so that's why anytime you start talking about something that happened that was tragic, it brings up emotion. Because mm-hmm. we're, you know, and that's why it's important. The Bible is very specific, you know what I'm saying, about the things you speak and the things you talk about and the thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, because l- the Lord knew when, when he designed it's like, listen. I'm going to give you all the power of life in, in, your, in your telling, but you have to use it for life, you know? So you got to pick and choose, but the controlling behaviors, like a person who's always trying to control stuff um, or a person who's always saying they resent a person for something, mm-hmm. you know, they upset or they're not happy when they get something. Every, look, if your friends and family are not happy when you get a blessing, something wrong with that because if I was count all joy and here's the thing i should be happy and i'm supposed to rejoice with you as you're getting your blessing knowing that god is definitely going to end up blessing me with whatever my blessing is supposed to be but when folk can't just be happy for you and excited even with the show i've had haters well i didn't tell you focus i'm like good grief i get a little bit of platform and now y'all got a problem y'all need y'all clout y'all need y'all it's it's all for you you got me here right no Mm -hmm. like so it's like that's people don't even understand people don't listen that's because it ain't just a little bitty platform you're on a big platform and the binoculars are out dice the binoculars okay. are out that's okay but you know your your true friends celebrate yes true true friends celebrate so if you're one of these people who you don't know how to celebrate other people something's wrong with that you should be excited when somebody gets a new home excited when somebody gets a new car excited mm-hmm. when somebody gets a new job excited when somebody gets on the radio you know, and it's it's just it's amazing to me. I had a one of my so-called friends. Oh, I saw you still got your little podcast. I said I'm on the radio. <laughs> Not little podcast. This is don't she she's referred to this as a little podcast. Little breast of the heart. A little podcast. So yeah, I'm on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Syndicated. Let's be very worldwide. It's my little. It's my little. It's, it's five million listeners. And I just had. I was like, or better. <laughs> Just say thank you, congratulations. You know, like I thank thank you for pushing and 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 playing. You know the music that you've been supporting for years. You know what I'm saying? And hey, man, you on a platform like congratulations. I'm happy for you. It's so hard. It's so hard. But anyway, I don't want to get stuck on those types of toxic people. If you if you can't say thank you or congratulations or you're welcome, you're probably toxic. But um, 
No, no, that's good. Let, 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 let's let's stay there for a second because uh, we're gonna go to the oh. Bible. We're gonna give him some oh, Bible. Oh, we we know King. You. No, no, oh, we're gonna give him some Bible. Focus is thumping on his Bible today, on y'all. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I just want to make sure we give him a little Bible. So we know King mm-hmm. Saul was a perfect example of a toxic person. We know he mm-hmm. began uh, with power and pride and jealousy, mm-hmm. and of course, mm-hmm. we know he was furious at uh, somebody. Uh, I think it was mm-hmm. David. Uh, mm-hmm. He was a little upset with. And uh, we know that that manifested into uh, him going after him and trying mm. to kill David and everything that goes into it. But that's mm. just a, a great example of showing how it just it festered. That it started off where he was so arrogant, he was so prideful, and mm. then something happened. And then, of course, you know, because he wanted the favor that David had, he wanted to go after him. So, mm-hmm. once again, I, I, I brought that up because you just brought up some good. <laughs> Bless whoever you know is coming at you and, and saying, "Oh, you know, little pocket." No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. Uh, it's okay. We're gonna celebrate you and whoever you are. Shouts out to you. Uh, we love you, and uh, this is all God's favor. So let's mm. be very clear. <laughs> you brought this up a couple of weeks ago, Dice. So people don't know if you don't know how me and Dice met. It, I mm-hmm. promise you, it just all aligned how God mm-hmm. wanted to align. Dice was in the process of branding and starting her own company. Mm-hmm. Pandemic hit. She started her own company. CHH University. I'd already reached out to Trick and said, hey, you know, I'm betting people for, you know, a co-host. I mean, a female co-host. I really just want one solid female co-host. Mm-hmm. Look what God did. If she would have never started her CHH University brand, who knows if she would have been in conversation with Trig to mm-hmm. even have conversations about Triggs and, hey, I want you to bring your merch on. I love CHH mm-hmm. University, what you're doing with it, what it represents. It, it goes with everything we're doing with Holy Culture Radio. Oh, by the way, my brother is looking for a co-host. I think you mm-hmm. might be good. And then, boom. Once again, mm-hmm. we coming up on a year of knowing each other. And I and I, I will vouch for Dice. Mm-hmm. I, I've known her for about eight months, nine months now, and she's solid. Neither mm-hmm. one of us are perfect. We all got flaws, but she's solid. She mm-hmm. say what she she say what she gonna do, and she do what she gonna say. <laughs> she's authentic. Mm-hmm. I spirit recognized spirit. There mm-hmm. has not been one show. I, I she's come on here and not giving something that I know is solid ground for people to really change and really get back to knowing God. Because at the end of the day, it ain't about me yeah. or Dice. Yeah. It's okay. about God. Yeah. <laughs> so I think people need to get out the way and stop once again thinking about themselves Yeah. and think about the mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mission that's is to good. get people, more people to Jesus. And that's what yeah. you've been doing, Dice. So I want to salute you. I'm going to give you roses. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know why other people ain't, ain't uh, recognizing that. But, you know, you've been doing a great job. And, uh, yes, uh, bless you, who, whoever you are. We love you, and uh, we want to continue to keep praying for you. No, seriously, Dice, because I'm tired of this. We need to unify. We need to unify. We talk about the artists, producers, CHH, urban gospel, gospel music. Okay. It's too small of a genre. It's too, too, small. Small. too small. We need to stop. And it should be no hating. It should be mm. us all celebrating. If I have a connection or a resource that I, I can help somebody, I'm going to give mm-hmm. it to you. You should mm-hmm. do the same thing for me. When I do something good, you should like my stuff, repost my stuff. When you mm-hmm. do something good, I'm going to like your stuff, repost your stuff on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to come together instead of mm-hmm. trying to be crabs in a barrel and separating, oh, mm-hmm. you who you think, yeah, I'm the one that got, no, no, that's fine. Okay, good. If, even mm-hmm. if you even if you did, whoever you are, okay, good. You She was with you for a season, and you showed her something, you were supposed to show her something. I'm pretty sure she showed you some things, too, as well, and poured into you. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I've been around her long enough to know that, yeah, she's going to pour into you too as well. <laughs> so, no, yeah. that's good. No, we need to stop. Good. We need to stop this stuff. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, um, well, I mean, I guess that walks us into our, our, our next 
thing real quick. Uh, resentment. A lot of people have resentment from things that happened in their past. And that's what I was saying uh, mm-hmm. at the top of the hour is like, they don't know how to, one, forgive people. You're supposed to be forgiving, you know? And, um, you know, you shouldn't take that into the next the next thing, you know, whether it's the next job, your next relationship, your next marriage, your next mm-hmm. whatever it is. It's like holding on to grudges. It becomes very toxic. It's a toxic, toxic mm. behavior. One that you really, really need to let go of. And here's the thing: if you got something to say, you need to just say it. As they say, say it with your chest. You know, go on and say it. You know, listen to, uh, you know, the person that you're dealing with. But you need to go ahead and get some things off your chest. And don't walk around upset all the time. Like, um, I'm a firm believer in you're not about to control me. Uh, I just don't like controlling people at all. They're very, very toxic. And people use their emotions oftentimes to try to control others. Like you have these people out here. We got one uh, person in our life over here. Every time you call them, they'll be acting like they sad or they or, or something's wrong or or they crying or sniffling it, just to get you in a place where you're concerned and it's all about them. And one of the things my pastor taught me a long time ago was if you're always focused on yourself, that's a form of pride. So you keep exalting yourself above the things of God because everything is always about you. That's toxic. Stop doing it. Facts. It's not about you and what people are doing to you and who did what to you today and how you feel all the time. Like you're in life with other people. You should be fellowshipping and worshiping and spending time with uh, those you know, friends and family members that you love. But everything shouldn't be about you. Facts. And if that's the only thing coming out your mouth every time you meet up with somebody or you're in front of somebody, you are the toxic person. You should be more concerned about what other people are doing when you see them. You know, the saying goes, um, you have a blessing for somebody and somebody has a blessing for you. So every person that you're meeting, yeah, every person that you're meeting and you're running into, like it's a potential blessing right there. So it would it would behoove you to pay attention to the person standing in front of you, even if even a stranger at the grocery store. Like, you know, don't don't be tapped out on your cell phone all the time. I love this picture, um, the game the other day, uh, where they had a picture of Phil, uh, the owner of Nike. Uh yes. he was watching. But did you see the picture where yeah, he I was did. the only he's the only one not on his cell phone? Yes. And I was I it just struck me and I was like you know, if I was an alien or I'm from another place in time, I'm going to think Phil is like a time jumper because he understood to take this moment in. You know, don't don't worry about filming it. Like, literally be here. Um, there was a book I was reading about presence and it was just talking about how the only thing we have is now. You don't have tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The Bible's specific about you forgetting about yesterday and knowing that you don't, tomorrow's not promised. The only thing we have is now. And if you if you're a person who stays living in the past, you know shoulda coulda woulda, you're toxic. So be 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 present. Be around the people that are around you right now. You know tomorrow's not promised at all. So um, you know I just encourage you to forgive, let some things go, and then keep it moving. Keep it moving. Don't be stuck. Like I stuck people. We I don't have friends with stuck people. If you're stuck, we don't talk no more. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Uh, we're going to go to some music break. Yeah, why not? We're going to go to our sis right now. We're coming back with more uh, on the pick up this uh, conversation on toxic relationships. But right yeah. now, yeah, let's get some of that Ariel Fitzpatrick with Ooh. that uh, God love. Man. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yep, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. 
We're in the middle of this conversation. We're talking about toxic relationships today. And um, I know one thing I wanted to uh, talk about, Dice. Um, and I know we're going to go into, um, you know, some examples of people being toxic. But, you know, you ever been around, um, you know, the people pleaser? Um, you know, the one that's always, like you said, um, in these relationships, uh, feels like they're the victim all the time. And you brought this up a little bit. And something that God showed me um, about those, uh, some people call them people pleasers. I call them people pleasers. It's like they're never happy. It, it doesn't matter. They could be up. They could be down. You know what worked for me? Me removing myself out of them, their circle. I'll be honest yeah, with you. That's right. So you that's the thing I think some people need to realize. That's why I brought it up. Remove yourself out of circles you can. So like, yeah, if this is not your husband, your wife, your kids to a certain level, because once they get grown and if they toxic, yeah, you can, yeah, no, no, just keep that over there. Don't come over mama and daddy house with that garbage. Just being honest. <laughs> um, remove yourself out of the circles. I find a lot of people continue to go around people just to please them or feel like, oh, if I if I tell them I'm not into that no more, that I'm 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 doing different things now. I don't want to be in that environment no more. <laughs> they're gonna judge me or they're gonna think I'm I'm acting brand new or you know, Beverly Hills, I'm moving on up and stuff like that. Listen, mm. I promise you, uh my wife and I, we, we got to a place almost 12, 13 years ago where we didn't care. We was like, no, yes, we are doing different things. Yes. We're not doing those things anymore. So if that's what you want to do, mm. yeah, we probably got to come out of the circle. We can't come mm. around those things anymore because they're toxic. Mm. Uh, some of them are against the law. Let's be very clear. <laughs> so it's like, no, nah, if you feel like we're a certain way, yes, we are. We've evolved. If, you, if you're not constantly evolving as an adult, what are you doing? I said, we're our age for a reason. I said, yeah, I'm mm. not 21 anymore. <laughs> I know better. I know right from wrong. I know when someone's talking respectfully, to me or talking disrespectfully to me so like i have the power to say you know what do i want to argue back and forth with this person or mm -hmm. is, is it not even worth it let me just remove myself from it i don't have to come around that negative energy or you know that that negative uh you know stuff all the time you know because i have certain family i have to do like this i love all my family members but some of them are toxic mm -hmm. and uh yeah some of them sometimes uh, yeah i'm not going around you <laughs> yeah no, you're fine. And I just tell them now. I'm like, you need to fix that. You need to fix it. You need to fix it. Call me back when you fix it. Call me back when you gave it to you. I mean, I... That was 10 years you, ago, Dice. You, Dice, that was 10 years ago. So what what happens when it's 10 years and they, like, to your point, and no, they still not, talking I'm about the same I mean, thing? You know, you, like, well, you said, you, you made a comment a minute ago, like, uh, you know, you're choosing uh, to not, uh, you know, be around that type of yes. behavior and that's what i'm saying it's your choice you get to pick yeah. like there's no rule that says oh it's your family you just gotta stay around them no i no, don't no. no i don't you know blood thicker than water uh no it ain't it depends it depends it depends you know what i'm saying like it's it's not um it's no disrespect to people you can love on people and sometimes you gotta love them from a distance you know sometimes you just can't be in their space and here's the thing spirit transfers as we know uh thanks regardless of what you believe in it's a fact like we have a, a million examples uh you know that we've seen over time so it's like yeah you hang around that and you will become that because if you're around somebody who's constantly shifting blame somebody's always doing something to them always somebody else's fault they never own anything they're a victim if you hang around that type of person you're gonna become that type of person because you hear it every day so it's like a they're training you training you on how to think but it's like you gotta put your foot down and say you know why why is that like why why is it every time 
I'm around you. You bring up the same thing. Why is that? Like you have to start giving these things back to people if you want to help them. Like explain to me why you think it's okay to come and throw up on me every day. The same situation. Why, why is that? Okay. You know, you know, why do you feel that you can just be angry every day and roll up on me with your anger story? The same anger story, by the way. And I have to listen. Like, why do you think I have to listen? And so you have to start throwing these things back on the people who are toxic and getting them to realize you are the toxic person. You don't have to point it out and be like, no, you're toxic. Because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they, they probably won't be able to eat that. Egg, you know, <clears throat> but sometimes you have to ask, why is that okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, why? And why do I have to stand here and be invested in your toxicity? Because I don't. You know, and then you politely walk away or you can ask them like I've had to ask people before, like, hey, can you do me a favor? Like, don't call me till something changes. Don't call me. Don't call me till there's a change. <laughs> like, I love you. I, I love you dearly. But until you are changing your behavior and you're changing your thought process, call me. Call me with an update. It's OK. Um, sometimes toxic people will change. But here's the thing. You have this. Per- I wanted to give some real life examples. If you got a person in your life. You always got to walk on eggshells when you're around them. They're toxic. Mm. Mm. They're toxic. And you're not helping their behavior. Mm. If you got a tiptoe, you can't mention certain things because it's a trigger for them. You can't say certain people's names. Or, or whoop, whoop, whoop. Guess what? You need to help them go find some help. You know, you can pray for change and hope for change, but you need to really be specific and say, if if you can't work out your conflicts with another family member and every time I bring up their name, you got a problem. You need to go work. You need to go work that out because this, this is my, this is my family member. You know what I mean? Like it, it is, it is what it is, but let's talk about um, avoiding conflict because this is a toxic thing as well. It is, you know, people don't want to bring stuff up or they don't want to deal with it or they don't want to, you know, see a certain person or talk about a certain thing because they just don't want to deal with what it really is like that could be very toxic you know if there's a problem in your life you need to be talking about it one of the tricks of the enemy is to get you to shut your mouth because like i said from the top you know power life and death are in the tongue so as soon as the enemy gets you to shut down just hold it all in not talk about it not give it to god He's going to be beating you up with that audio and video every day, audio and video every day in your head, audio and video every day. But sometimes you need to hash some things out, even in the faith. Like you were talking about Christianity and CHH and supporting these shows and channels. There's nothing wrong with us making a post or calling people up and saying, listen, y'all been begging for this. You've been working hard. You, you're making great music. Why are you not reposting a post when I post it to let your friends and family know that we over here? Why are you not sending the music correctly? You know what I'm saying? Like, I keep telling you, stop sending me a link to uh, yeah, yes, yeah, SoundCloud. Send me, Spotify. send me what I need. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's like we do have the power to help change toxic behaviors, but you know, you got to start speaking up and expressing your needs. A person who's very toxic don't care about your needs. Like, and, and honestly, if you got friends right now, you can think about who's a true friend by who asked you, "How are you doing? Oh, that's what do you?" What do you need? When is the last time anybody in your circle asked about you? So, like I said, sometimes you got to take an inventory and you might get, you might be saddened. (laughs) You might be a little upset when you realize the person that's quote unquote is your friend. They're the ones always calling you, asking you for something. 
it's always you fixing their problems. They only call you when they have a problem. It's toxic because relationships, are, they go both ways. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't just be based on what you keep giving me. That's 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 when they're using you, you know? And same thing with, for money. I, trust me, I look at my phone sometimes. I don't even answer because I already know. You only call me when you want something. You know, ever call me to check in. No birthdays, holidays, Mother's Day, Christmas, New Year. Every time the phone... Oh, yeah, so, um, okay. How you doing? Fine. So, uh, yeah, I already know. I'm waiting for it. I'm just waiting for it. But it's like you have to really cast down all of these things. Is all I'm trying to say, focus. So we're talking about toxic behaviors. You know, these are just ways that you'll know if you are the toxic person or if somebody else is the toxic person. Um, is it possible to fix the relationship? Yes, but I think both people or, or however many people you have to share with people what they're doing to you, like how they're affecting you. You know, you have to speak up, you know, and let them know, hey, before we move forward, I can't keep dwelling on the past with you every time we talk in a conversation. You know what I'm saying? If you mad that your ex left you, fine. My husband ain't leave me, but I don't want to keep, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to keep talking about your ex every time you roll up. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to keep talking about what a person because it's seed sown, focus. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, people don't understand like what what, what people keep talking to you about. This is why you got to watch your friend group. If you if everybody in your friend group is cheating and y'all is supposed to be married couples, you're gonna eventually be cheating because every time you right. with them, they talk about cheating. Yep. So it's like the seed is sown. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you you know if you if like, like even if, for married people, like if why are you around single people? If you know they think in single st- thoughts, you know what I'm saying? You might be toxic because you're the married person around the single people all the time. You got to sometimes look at what you're looking at. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> you That's know, good. just That's some healthy community, healthy communication, you know, make sure your, your space is safe. You need to protect yourself. Put some guardrails and guard guidelines around you and how you are going to interact with other people. And I said it before uh, when we had, I think there are another relationship talk. I said, just ask ask the person like what is this because some people are walking down the path of uh of ruining their marriage not knowing that oh yeah this person makes me feel nicer you know saying they start to buy me stuff or give me these little treats here on the side but you you need to ask them what is this like right. is this just do you treat a all setup. Yeah. A setup. yeah because some people be out here praying on folk you know what i'm saying like and you don't even realize that's what i'm saying like when <laughs> Just ask people from the gate, like, what, so what, is this just something you do? You know, because I want to, I want to feel comfortable with the gift you just gave me. You know, like, are you giving everybody, uh, uh, gold bracelets at work? No. no. <laughs> no or is it just me? You know what I'm saying? Like, because, yeah. Uh-uh. For this okay. week. It's just you for this week. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to work on somebody else next week once we get the prize. It'll be very clear. We, once we get the prize. <laughs> but, anyways, but to lower your stress, to lower yes. your anxiety. To lower your heart rate, your high blood pressure. You know, sometimes you're gonna have to walk away, not mm. be intimidated, not be afraid of losing a person. Because here's the thing: if somebody, if you're not worthy enough to hang in there with, and you know, as the person's working on themselves, they walk away. They weren't meant to be your friend anyway. Right. So it's like, you know, don't worry about um, toxic relationships because honestly, that's not something God wants for you. God wants you to take care of yourself, love yourself. Um, you know, and, and protect yourself. The Bible speaks a lot about your gates, what you're hearing, seeing, intaking, ingesting, because it affects you. So, yeah, you don't need to be, like you said, drinking the poison. You know, you don't need to be drinking the poison. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
Listen, put that put that first Peter five and seven in your spirit, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we coming mm-hmm. back with closing thoughts on mm-hmm. uh, toxic relationships. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yep, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Uh, we've come to the end of uh, another, 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 another exclusively hot show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> how, how, how good was that uh, interview with K-Drama, Dice? I know y'all go way back like uh, A-Track, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's my bro. You understand what I'm saying? That's my brother. I, I, I haven't had a better relationship with anybody in CHH other than K-Drama. Just being there, showing up, like uh, being able to take your idea and make it come to life you know like i've sent him the worst uh, little snippets you know i'll do my little voice recording and just hitting wrong notes and he'll send me the track back and it's just exactly what i wanted i mean he's he's tapped in I remember a long long time ago one of the first uh times that i did a song with k-drama he had sent me the music and it was pretty cool because he had sent me the prayer uh before he did the track it was like actually in the session files and I mean, he he really does what he does. I mean, if you look at his life now, you see, like, this is just who he is. He's a great dude. His wife is dope. His family's amazing. But he's true. And he's a hard worker. Like I said, I don't know anybody that probably works as hard as he does concerning production. I mean, he's teaching it at school. That's how I've been able to do the uh, children's books. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like, he was like, I need you to, you know, come through for me so it's like just a person who constantly pulls you into work like that's something we can get better at as a genre is saying oh i got this project Ooh, let me call somebody i know you know what i'm saying instead of he could he could have he could have looked for like the top females you know he could have went and looked for a wande or whoever to come you know do certain things but he's just like remembers his old sis so you know that's my that's my homie right there Trust yeah me. absolutely yeah, he's been in the dope. game a long time. Been dope. super dope a long time. Yeah, um, I consistent. argue that he, 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 yeah, he's very consistent. And I, consistent. I argue he doesn't get the roses that he, mm-hmm. uh, he, he deserves. I'm be honest with you. Um, uh, there's certain producers. I brought it up even in the uh, in the uh, interview with him. There's certain producers in CHH right. in this space that I, when I first got into DJing, that I was mm-hmm. they were undeniable, like super dope. And I'm like, wow, they could if they really wanted to, they could be on the mainstream. K Drama's name came up, and the other one when I first got into it was Black Knight. Oh, Black Knight. So yeah, um, K Drama has been putting out bangers. Everybody remembers the Air Jordan track, but man, K Drama has put out so many, so many bangers outside of Air Jordan. I'm just being honest, which is that's a dope track too as well. But I'm just saying, you know, he, he's he's done a lot. My husband loves where my Christians is at. Yeah, Bruh. Every time. I forget about that song and I get in the car and I listen to that song. I'm like, he killed this track. And this was years, years, years ago, you know? And he, I mean, how did, how did he, ridiculous. how did he create his own Christmas jingle? Thumpity, thumpity, thump. Like, cause he's dope. <laughs> like, yeah, he's just, he's just yeah. this, yeah. this brother, man, um, I, I probably said it on here before, but I was I was working at the detention center, the youth correctional facility in Evansville, and um, he came through there with um, another one of his bros. And I remember I went down to the church and I got the cordless microphone um, and brought it back, and it was just nice to have him rap for the kids, but 
him and God, I can't think of the other rapper's name in CHH. They stayed and just did straight up ministry. And this was like, oh my gosh, this had to be, we first got married, so we moved 20, 2009, you know, and it was just like, it was refreshing to see artists not just come to perform. They were like, no, we will go to the chapel and we'll hang out. You know what I'm saying? And we'll, you know, lead people to Christ or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I had never really seen people take that extra time. You know what I'm saying? Because I couldn't pay him. That's why I was telling him. I was like, man, bro, I can't pay you. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm barely making a lot of money here, you know, but he was just willing and he wasn't even coming in town to do a show for me. He was coming in town to do a show for somebody else. But they carved that time out. And so like him and Brinson, like th- those two are the ones I've seen do that very, very consistently. Where it's like, I'm here to serve. I'm not just here to BK drama. You know, I- I'm here. I'm here to do ministry. And so that's one of the reasons why if y'all ever hear me just going to ramble about him, I'm like, oh, he's larger than life. He's larger than life. So yeah, that's super dope. great example. Yeah great example listen we appreciate y'all rocking with us again today uh we pray that uh you guys enjoyed uh the lover series uh it's coming out real soon we're gonna get that thing uh packaged up real nice and get it on chh university the so we can, uh, oh, we yeah go. the lover series we're gonna put the lover series on chh university uh it's coming to you real Don't real you. soon <laughs> no but in all seriously uh i pray that everybody uh you know enjoyed this week we yeah. really wanted to focus on relationships relationships yeah uh that, that was that was very key. We know it's still Lovers Week. We know people yeah. will still be going out this weekend, uh, celebrating, still celebrating Valentine's Day and whatnot by yeah. falling on a Tuesday. You know, a lot of yeah. people are gonna wait and turn it up. You know, tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday, oh, yeah. Sunday, and still do some things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just be safe, um, making sure you know you're doing the right things as believers. Let's make sure mm-hmm. you know. Listen, keep it kingdom. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know, if y'all still single, I know y'all want to touch and agree, but don't do it. It's a blessing in uh, submitting to God. Don't do it. I know. I know. I know. Y'all go on the Maserati, uh, you know, uh, uh, lot and want to test drive that thing. Don't. Don't do it. Don't test drive this. One. Don't, don't test drive. Don't. Don't you don't test drive. Yeah, stay away from the BMW. That BMW too. Yeah, it's too. It's too enticing. Stay away from it. Don't. 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 Don't, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wait listen. On the let, Lord. Wait, wait on the Lord. Listen. Because of <laughs> yes, please wait on the Lord. Because of uh, the high response last week. Dice, we got to do it again. We have another all-lady CHH uh, oh, winning 10 tomorrow. Wait, what happened uh, last week, folks? Listen, the, the DMs, I, the DMs, the calls on, off the hook. They was hitting us up like, what's going on? Nah, we need da, to da, 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 da. No, we're going to give them another one. Another one. We're going to do it. Another one. We're going to do another lady CHH winning 10 tomorrow. So tap in. You never know who's going to make the list. Yeah, yeah. If y'all notice, we ain't putting the list out no more early. Nope. You got to wait. So if you don't tune in, you got to wait and see what we're going to do. But yeah, we're going to do another one. All ladies, CHH. Uh, it's Black History Month. And why not show some love to the ladies on Black History Month? You know, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do two weeks in a row. Uh, put it in your books because I don't know when the next time we're going to do it. Put it in your books. <laughs> Just telling you. Put it in your books. Listen, as always, uh, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.